Oblizzi. 45. 45. We got Sloppy Joe in this bitch. He been active, but uh, he stays sleeping on the blunt. Damn distro, you snap. Oh, oh, okay. My crypto fly got hella wings. Left to right. There's like 50 goons outside. It ain't a thing. It ain't a thing. Shawty, it really doesn't matter what you bring. Just a G string. Just got a ding dong. Bitch him. Make it ring. Ding ding a ling. Ding ding a ling. CBS or NBC. I wrote your song and wrote your speech. Body slam. DDT. Damn. Black presidents. BBC. Yep. Dead presidents. All on me. A Abe Lincoln. These rhymes ain't free. Taking over this monopoly. Cash. Secret service at the choppers. Me and Joe at the White House. Bougie. 20 bitches with the lights out. Yeah. New, new Chanel. Don't tell Michelle. Michelle. Them two turns had me wiped I'm out. Big, big Barry with the big bands. Jazzy. Put respect on my legislation. D Trump. You want no smoke. I swing in all states. Don't test my nation. Bitch. My crypto fly got hella Let's wings. Go. Left to right. There's like 50 goons outside. It ain't a thing. It ain't a thing. Shawty, it really doesn't matter what you bring. Just a G string. You just got a string. Dunk. Bitch him. Make it ring. Ding ding a My crypto fly got hella wings. Left to right. Stop There's like 50 Stop goons outside. It ain't a thing. It ain't a thing. Shawty, it really doesn't matter what you bring. Just a G string. You just got a string. Dunk. Bitch him. Make it ring. Ding ding a ling. Roll it up. That shit stink. I get hoes. What you think? They call it secret service. Cause you know I'm a sneaky link. Snake big haters acting nervous. I'ma make him shrink. Bitch, I got that 24 karat golden shower. No sink. I'm sloppy. Tap, 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 tap that ass. Be my first lady. Number one. If you're Monica Lewinsky, get a purse, maybe. Yeah, my album got pushed back. Damn. Your girl gave me that pushback. Uh, I get bills. I can stamp that. Print. She a white trash tramp. No Trump hat. My crypto fly got hella wings. Let's go. Left to right. There's like 50 goons outside. It ain't a thing. It ain't a thing. Shawty, it really doesn't matter what you bring. Just a G string. You just got a string. Dunk. Bitch him. Make it ring. Ding, ding, a ling. Bitch, bitch, my crypto fly got hella Let's wings. Go. Left to right. Left There's like 50 Left goons go. outside. It ain't a thing. It ain't a thing. Shawty, it really doesn't matter what you bring. Just a G string. You just got a string, dunk, ditch him, make it ring, ding, ding, a ling, ditch him, 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 yeah, I told you, Drake, yeah, I told you, this fool thought we were just playing, this what happens when you keep my album on the shelf, bitch, watch me by OV, watch me by washed up ass, okay, that's enough, Joe, he gonna get it real soon, you are listening to the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN, the Rotundi Radio Network. He didn't meet with leaders from Mexico, Guatemala. You have nine, ten thousand people crossing the border in unprecedented numbers. How is this something that he doesn't address when he's in New York City, where there's a crisis unfolding less than a mile away from where he's speaking? Well, Martha, he did address uh, the challenge of regional migration in the speech. He talked about the Los Angeles Declaration for Migration and for uh, and support for uh, for migrants. Uh, he knows, and he addressed it again in the remarks that this is a regional thing. 
you're not wrong. I mean, there are more people on the move in this hemisphere now than we've seen since World War II. And you're absolutely right. Uh, as the weather cools down and conditions get a little bit better, we are seeing you're blaming climate change numbers. for the no, reason that I'm people not, are coming. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, just the, the weather conditions as we head into fall. Okay. It's just easier to, to, to be on the move. Plenty of this so summer. Seeing, got, now you've got seeing, the highest numbers since May we are crossing seeing, the border. We are seeing increases. Now. We're not pushing back on the fact that the numbers yeah. are increasing. That's why we want Congress to work with us and pass that supplemental we asked for $4 billion to help us with border security needs. <laughs> Is he kidding? I, we're, in, we're, in, we're facing a shutdown of the U.S. budget, and he wants another $4 billion, not for putting up new fencing, not for putting up, you know, barriers along the Rio Grande, but for put more pencil pushers on the border to process people. That's why he wants $4 billion additional dollars for the border. It's not for preventative measures. It's not for putting more officers on the, on the border. It's not putting more manpower on the border. It's putting more manpower in these administration centers where they ship the people when they catch them at the border to process them. You know, I'm seeing, I got a stack of articles in front of me right now. I mean, 63,000 migrants in the first two weeks of September. I'm sorry, first 10 days of September, up 10% from August. Highest numbers since we've seen in, you know, since, since May. Biden DHS leaves miles of border wide open as migrant crossings spike. Come on, folks. <laughs> they're cutting out they're cutting out sections of the wall big enough to drive a semi through. And they say, "Yeah, we have control of the border." You don't have control of the border. You don't have control of squat, Mr. Biden. You don't got control of nothing. Pardon my grammar, but you ain't got control of nothing. <laughs> Daily border numbers near all-time high. Inside colony, I got to talk about this, folks, because it's going to blow your freaking mind. Inside Colony Ridge, the fastest growing development in the U.S. is a magnet for illegal immigrants. Texas land developer established a sprawling settlement north of Houston where thousands of illegal immigrants are believed to have settled. Raising concerns among experts and elected officials from the development 400 miles into the interior of the United States could become a strategic asset for the cartels. It's in Liberty County, near Plum Grove, uh, Texas. They've set up an area the size of Washington, D.C. Let that sink in, folks. Washington, D.C. is roughly 10 miles, 10 miles long by 10 miles wide. That's 100 square miles of illegal immigrants all controlled by the cartels, by the Mexican cartels. If that doesn't scare you, what's to say that they don't use that area as a staging area for ISIS, as a staging area for Chinese spies, for Russian spies, for Hezbollah, for... 
the Iran terrorists, you know, whatever faction they have. I want you to remember something. We're a week out from 9-11. It took 12 people to pull off the hijacking of four aircraft, which they then turned into missiles and killed thousands of American citizens. We have hundreds of thousands of people coming across the border every single month. And that's just the ones we know about. Because they flood the zone in the morning, tie up all the customs border patrol agents with paperwork trying to process these people. And then when people aren't looking, they send the drug runners with the backpacks full of fentanyl. And just so you know how devastating fentanyl is, a grain of sand-sized piece of fentanyl can kill 20 people. And they're cutting that into everything. Everything from vitamins that look like Flintstones vitamins to gummies that seem to be winding up, you know, in your local CBD store. Not that I'm an advocate of CBD anything, but the potential for widespread human carnage is already here. And it's pouring over our border faster than they can track it. And yet, Biden's government, Biden's border watch people are cutting holes in the existing fence, in the existing wall, big enough to drive a semi through. Don't believe me? Go down to the border yourself and ask some of the ranchers that are continually being broken into and whose families are being tied up at the hands of illegal immigrants and who are being perpetually robbed. You want to solve the problem at the border? This is going to sound old old school, but you set up a DMZ. You put 100,000 U.S. troops on the border with machine gun nests, 50 cals every 100 yards. Or if you want to space them out a little bit to save a little money, 200 yards. That's well within the lethal range of a, of, of a Madus. You set up mines. You set up barbed wire. You funnel, you create enfilade zones. And for those who don't know what um, an enfilade is, it's a kill box. You funnel people through these kill uh, through these boxes, and you reduce the number of entry points. That's the whole purpose of a wall, folks. That's the whole purpose of the wall, is to force entry at specific points. So you don't need a hundred thousand troops sitting in the hot desert and um, hot desert sun 
waiting for people to try to come across. Walls do work. Israel is a case case study on how walls work. They have incursions that they routinely foil from Hezbollah, from the Palestinians. They've been in, they've been had their backs to the sea for 50 year, 50 plus years since the nation state of Israel was created in 1947. Every time they fight a war, it's for their very survival. If you don't think our backs are to the sea right now, we're being we're under siege. That's the best way I can put this. We are under siege. They want to talk about President Trump giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Biden just gave six billion dollars in cash to Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror on 9/11 Do you think that they do you think that Joe Biden doesn't see the irony of that? Actually, I can't answer that question because I don't know what the hell Joe Biden sees anymore because he's rapidly losing his facilities faculties if he hasn't lost them completely already. Something needs to be done. Something needs to be done now before more American citizens die. You're listening to Paul Rotundi, the new voice of Nashville on WRRN. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Nobody makes spaghetti like me. Nobody. Today, I'm going to share with you my incredible recipe for the most amazing spaghetti you've ever tasted. It's going to be huge. Look at this. Look at this spaghetti. It's the best spaghetti, the most tremendous spaghetti you'll ever lay your eyes on. Believe me, nobody does spaghetti better than me. It's a fact. First, we start with the finest ingredients. We have the juiciest tomatoes, the freshest garlic, and the most fragrant basil. I only use the best. We don't settle for anything less. When I go to the store, people come up to me and say, Mr. Trump, how do you choose the best tomatoes? And I tell them, it's all about having a keen eye, folks. You've got to pick the ripest, most beautiful tomatoes. Just like picking a winner, you've got to have that instinct. Next, we have the sauce. My sauce is legendary. I've perfected it over the years. It's rich, it's flavorful, and it's made with a lot of love. Nobody loves sauce more than I do. It's true. You see this sauce? It's amazing. It's the best sauce you'll ever taste. I've had world leaders come to me and ask for my sauce recipe. They can't get enough of it. It's a diplomatic triumph. And now the best part. Look at this spaghetti. Look at it. It's perfectly cooked al dente. Not too soft, not too firm. It's just right. This spaghetti is a masterpiece. It's a work of art. Mmm, fantastic. The taste is incredible. The flavors are tremendous. This spaghetti, folks, it's going to make you want to build a wall around your plate just so you can keep it all to yourself. So if you want to experience the best spaghetti in the world, just like me, give my recipe a try. It's a winner. Believe me, nobody does spaghetti like me. And remember, together, we can make spaghetti great again. Uh, Yes, this is Gern Blanston from WRRN. Uh, Senator McConnell, do you ever listen to the Paul Rotundi show? 
blink twice if that's a yes. The Paul Rotundi Show is on every weekday on WRRN. Anything else you want to say? Or should I just go back to you? you caught this among all the silliness uh that's been going on this week but joe biden is announcing an executive level gun control office so it's going to be part of the executive branch and according to this article and according to the washington post joe biden will announce the office of gun violence prevention on friday that's this friday And the new office will be coordinated with our favorite New York mayor of three terms that you're only supposed to get two terms, but he bought his way into that third term. Coordinating with Mike Bloomberg's gun control proponents and others. So according to the Washington Post, the new office will report up through Stephanie Feldman, the White House staff secretary and longtime Biden policy aide who's worked on the firearms issue for years. Okay, guys, I don't know about you, but if the nonsense in New Mexico last week didn't fire you up about that they're coming for the Second Amendment whole hog, this just put the icing on the cake. They, what is coordination in the, in the office is expected to be between the white house community justice action fund and every town for gun safety i haven't heard of these organizations but i already know just by their just by their titles they're trouble they're coming for the guns folks they're coming for your right to keep and bear arms they're coming to take them away. Why? Because an unarmed populace is a complicit populace. Now, play devil's advocate here. But Paul, so many people are getting gunned down in the streets by handguns, not by long guns. Because let's face it, folks, a 30-odd six is not a close order weapon. You use it for hunting stuff hundreds of yards away. You know, realistically, from 50 yards in, a rifle is a horrible self-defense weapon. Shotgun, way better. And nothing discourages a would-be criminal more than the click-click of a 12-gauge being cocked, locked, and ready to rock. Because the next thing that the 
perp hears when they're running from your house at full tilt is boom. And if you're a good shot, it's the last thing they hear. End the story. End the library. (laughs) You know, they're coming for the guns. Why? Because, and I said it already, an unarmed populace is a complicit populace. Look what they did in Venezuela. First thing they went after was the guns. That allowed Maduro to send his troops in and kill whomever he wanted to make an example for the unarmed populace to let them know that if they speak out, if they take any action against him, they'll meet the same fate. Does China allow their population to have guns of their own? Hell no. Does Cuba, does Russia, does any communist or socialist nation on the planet or any tin pot third world dictator allow the general populace to carry guns? No. You look at every country in Africa that is run by a warlord. Who has the guns? The warlord and his soldiers. Everybody else has pointy sticks and hoes. Who wins? And I'll give you a hint, folks. It's not the people with the pointy sticks. Man, I am so full of vinegar this morning. I love it. Not so much piss, but just vinegar. Must have been the must have been the um, barbecue I had at Nobles last night. Good stuff. Like by the way, Jeff, the wings are to die for. But I digress. <coughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, this this is. I'm just reading more of this article by the Washington Post, and it's scaring the bejesus out of me. It's like, what's next, folks? Coming to a coming to a neighborhood near you. Free gun confiscation squads. We'll we'll liberate you from your guns for free. <laughs> we liberate your guns for free. Notice how they use that language. We will liberate you from your guns over my dead body. Yeah, and in New York City, I wasn't allowed to own a handgun. Wasn't allowed to own a long gun. Didn't stop me from owning a stick and string because from 30 yards out, you can get off three or four arrows if you know what you're doing. And you aim center of mass and let the broadhead do its work. Somebody coming at you is going to think, Twice. <laughs> what? A stick and a string? What, what, you, what is that? A bow. Oh, a long bow, oh, Jeff. Okay. A long bow. Stick plus string equals long bow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
it's like in the movie in, in the movie the two towers you know when gandalf goes to um rohan to visit theoden and one of the soldiers tries to take his walk his, his staff away from him and says and gandalf famously says you would not deprive an old man of his walking stick now would you and the soldier kind of backs off and says okay fine and then Grima Wormtongue realizes that the stupid mistake the soldier made and it's like you didn't take his staff and he what do you call it smacks uh, Grima on the head and removes the curse from Theoden that was placed on him by Sauron and opens his eyes so to speak and removes him from the fog that he was put under folks let's face it they're trying to put us under the same kind of curse and veil our eyes so that we don't see what's coming i don't want to be all tin pot conspiracy theorist here but i don't have to be it's right in front of us they're writing about it in the washington freaking post I don't know what's coming, folks, but I don't like what I'm seeing because it's got all the earmarks of a communist takeover of this country. And it's starting from the top down. Now, we were going to have Tom Weber. Yeah. We were going to have Tom Weber on this week, but we just can't do the scheduling. And he was going to talk about um, Gloria Johnson and how so far left she is and how she is absolutely the worst thing that could possibly happen if we let her defeat Marsha Blackburn next year and take over her spot in the Senate. First off, we can't lose a Senate seat. We have to run the table next year in order to get the majority back in the Senate. We have to, because our lives depend on it. You know, the old saying that this is the most important election in U.S. history is bandied around a lot. This election, 2024, will determine the fate of the country. And I'm not being hyperbolic, because if the socialists and the communists take over the Senate and if the communists and socialists take over the House and they steal the White House again either from lawfare or just outright manufacture a crisis like they did in 2020 with COVID because they're bringing it back folks I've talked about it before already. They're bringing it back. And if they steal the 2024 presidential election, the country we know, the country we grew up in, the country that is the land of the free and home of the brave will cease to exist. Hey there, folks. It's your old pal, Joe Biden, and I've got something sniftastic to share with you today. Have you ever wondered what you're missing out on by not having a super sniffer like me? 
Well, wonder no more. Whether it's a bouquet of roses, kids, or even a bowl of that delicious ice cream, nothing escapes the nose of the Sniffomatic 3000. With the Sniffomatic 3000, you'll never miss out on life's incredible sense again. It's like having a party for your nose. Don't tell mommy what I told you. Get the Sniffomatic 3000 um, at sleepyjoesniffs.com. It's not politics, it's politics. On the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN. being just four avenues away from the Roosevelt Hotel, which is the migrant intake center here in New York City, the president has no plans to visit or address the migrant crisis here in New York. In fact, he has no plans to meet with Mayor Adams during his three-day visit, a departure from last year when the two met and attended fundraisers together. The federal government also making no indication that they intend to increase funding to New York City. FEMA providing $104 million dollars for context, that covers just 13 days of the crisis here. The Biden administration frustrated with Adams' response and his inability to stop the crisis, also pointing the finger at Congress to do more. <laughs> this, uh, that's what $104 million buys you, folks. Two, thir- not even two weeks of care for illegal immigrants in New York City. I don't think that's money well spent to you. That could be given to the VA to take care of our wounded soldiers. And I mean, the, the fact that Joe Biden is not even going to talk to, <laughs> he's four blocks away from at the UN hobnobbing with world leaders and sharing word salad with the world community over this is just mind-boggling. He's got the crisis in, in New York City that Eric Adams last week came out and said, we're getting 10,000 people a month and it will ruin us. We have no place left to put people. And Joe Biden can't be bothered to go talk to the mayor of the most populous city in the country that's gaining 10,000 people people a month. It's more like 10,000 people a week, Eric. Joe. It's more like 10,000 people a week because that's the number that are come. That's the number that you count as they get off the buses that are coming from Texas and Arizona and all the other border states and Florida that are being shipped there because you said, yeah, send us all your illegal immigrants. But you get, just remember, 
Sometimes be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. But back to Joe. He's over at the UN this week. And I got a funny thing that was reported about the Biden family. Um, the uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before how they were given a standing ovation as they left a restaurant because they were leaving the restaurant. Let that sink in, folks. <laughs> you don't think that uh, Joe Biden's approval numbers are anything special? When you're applauded for leaving a venue, it's time to go, Joe. It's time to, I had to use that on a mug. It's time to go, Joe. Go, Joe. go where? We going to get ice cream? But let's do some highlights. Yeah, let's, uh, I mean, he's at the UN yesterday and gave this absolutely uninspiring speech. We got some clips for that, Jeff. Yep. Let's play him. Now, even as we evolve our institutions and drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacrosanct. Simply put, the 21st century, 21st century results are badly needed. They're needed to move us along. That starts with the United Nations. For one day, for one day, my administration, the United States, has treated this crisis as an existential threat from the moment we took office, not only for us, but for all of humanity. Under the new president of the World Bank, change is already taking root. Last month, I asked the United States Congress for additional funds to expand World Bank financing by $25 billion. And the G20, we rallied the major economies of the world to mobilize even more funding. Collectively, we can deliver a transformational boost to World Bank lending. So, so has he been taking, has he been consulting Kamala Harris on word salad lessons? Because I didn't understand a goddamn thing he just said. It's like, one day? It's like, Joe, I think you meant day one. From day one, my administration has been doing X. It's like, probably he's been getting into Joe, uh, to Hunter Biden's cocaine again. Um, though he sounds like he, it sounds like in all those clips, he was ready to take a nap. It's like meeting with the World Banks over what is... You know, his plan to merge the digital currency that they're trying to orchestrate now into a global world currency. What are we seeing, folks? The head of our government embarrassing us on the world stage yet again. You know, there was an article that Nikki Haley, former ambassador to the UN under Trump, shredded Joe Biden on his performance um, the other day. The president's speech was a very weak, pathetic show. 
She's truly embarrassed on how the world saw America. And they didn't call out China for the Uyghur crisis. Didn't call out the Taliban for the atrocities that they're com- they're committing to women and young girls. Imposing Sharia law. Taking away women's rights on a scale that boggles the mind. She's been talking to other UN ambassadors and other UN personnel while she was there for this. And the people from other governments are embarrassed for us. Biden isn't acknowledging anything. He didn't acknowledge terrorism. He didn't acknowledge the fact that ISIS is back on the move and that nobody seems to be vigilant to the threat that a resurgent ISIS could bring the world, not just the United States, but the world. They've had time with the migrant crisis caused by the Ukraine-Russia war. He didn't talk about, uh, he talked about Ukraine and that the world's got to stand with Ukraine and punish Russia, but didn't say anything about having the NATO countries to pick up the bulk of the tab because it's in their backyard. It's like paying for defense. NATO's got to do the heavy lifting here, not just us. We can no longer send billions and billions and billions. I'm going to quote Carl Sagan here. Billions and billions and billions of dollars to interests overseas. The time for the United States funding the world and being the dad to whom the adolescent countries of the world seek to get, hey, dad, can I borrow $20 billion? Sure, let me just print it up for you. The Southern Yankee On Demand print store on Etsy is your home for all kinds of print-on-demand items, including glassware and mugs, tumblers, candles, t-shirts, and engravable and customizable jewelry cards. If you can personalize it, we can print it. Come see us on Etsy, and soon Amazon as well, at yankeeodp2023.etsy.com. Remember, that address is Y-A-N-K-E-E odp2023.etsy.com You'll be glad you did. It's like going on a date with a chatty Cathy doll. Listen on a plane. I expect you have a little string on your chest, you know, that I pull out and have to snap back. On a train. I wouldn't pull it out and snap it back. You would. Or in an automobile. By the way, you know, when you're, when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. The Paul Rotundi Show. Every weekday on WRRN. 
Freedom came out and was breaking blockbuster, um, breaking box office records. Well, now they're going after Tim Ballard, the guy who inspired the movie. And they're accusing him of committing the same crimes that were, that he was fighting And they're accusing him of sexual misconduct, according to Vice News. <laughs> There's a uh, reliable source in, uh, of news. But Tim Ballard, the real-life inspiration for the hit movie Sound of Freedom, has himself been accused of sexual misconduct in a report from Vice News, which cited anonymous sources, and I say that with air quotes, saying at least seven women, all of whom have been granted anonymity, made claims against the anti-child tracking activist. Okay. <laughs> One's enough enough, folks. Um, they're accusing an anti-child trafficking activist of child trafficking. Where are these women coming from? I want to know who these people are. I want to look into their. I want to look into their history. I want to find out if their story. I want to do actual reporting, not shield people. You know, from. You know, they're doing the exact same thing that Rus- They they're doing now to Russell Brand, and they they did to Tucker, and Kavanaugh, and Donald Trump. And countless other people that found themselves on the wrong end of cancel culture. You know, when they tell you that sources familiar with the situation, they don't name names. They're not actually, they're not doing actual news. They're just, they're like the National Enquirer. I mean, Christ, the National Enquirer at least named names. Names, names. I mean, do you do you not? Ah, that's why. <laughs> that's why. So Ballard, who didn't respond to Vice's request for comment, is rumored to be weighing a Utah U.S. Senate run, presumably for the seat vacated by Senator Mitt Romney. Now the picture becomes clear. They filtered the milk out of the water.
Red, 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 red.